We're glad you've joined us on Songs of Praise, an hour of musical reflection to encourage your heart.
one day a crowd stood face to face with the holy God of every race. The final chance for them to humbly bow. But as their king was crucified, no tears of sorrow filled their eyes as they cursed his name and spat upon his brow. They should have cried. ever shown than the love he showed his very own as he prayed Father for this deed forgive he knew that they were unaware that holy God
hope you're enjoying Songs of Praise. Here's some more inspirational music.
would love to tell you what I think of Jesus Since I found in him a friend so strong and true I would tell you how he changed my life completely Something that no other friend could do No one ever cared for me Like Jesus There's no other friend so kind as he No one else could take the sin and darkness from me How much he cared for me All my life was full of sin When Jesus found me All my heart was full of misery and woe Jesus placed his strong and loving arms around
Songs of Praise continues with more inspirational music. Simple. 
Storm. 
Master says, Now I've just begun. In the darkest of times, whether rain or in sunshine, don't be You're listening to Songs of Praise. It's our desire to encourage and uplift your thoughts to our loving Creator God. Complete in Thee, no work of mine may take, dear Lord, the place of Thine. Thy blood hath pardoned, bought for me, and I am now complete in Thee. shall sin, thy grace hath conquered, reign within, thy voice shall bid the tempter flee, and I shall stand complete in thee, yea, justified, O blessed thought, and sanctified, salvation wrought, thy blood hath pardoned, bought for me, and glorified I too shall be. Supplied, and no good thing to me denied. Since thou my portion, Lord, will be, I ask no more complete in thee. Yea, justified, O blessed thought, and sanctified salvation wrought. Thy blood hath pardoned, bought for me, and glorified I too shall be. Dear Savior, when before thy bar all tribes and tongues assembled are, among the chosen will I be at thy right hand complete in thee. Yea, justify, O blessed thought, and sanctify salvation wrought. Thy blood hath pardoned, bought for me, and glorified I too shall be.
is a sweet and glorious thought that comes to me. I'll live on, live on, yes, I'll live on. Jesus saved my soul from death and now I'm free. I'll live on, live on, yes, I'll live on. I'll live on and on, yes, I'll live on and on through eternity. I'll live on and on. I'll live on and on, yes, I'll live on and on through eternity. Lying in the cold, cold clay I'll live on, live on, yes, I'll live on I will meet my Jesus in the judgment day I'll live on, live on, yes, I'll live on I'll live on and on, yes, I'll live on And on through eternity I'll live on and on I'll live on and on, yes, I'll live on in the glory land with God upon the throne. Eternal angels singing home, sweet home. Olive on, on, yes, olive on. Olive on, and on, yes, olive on, and on through eternity. Olive on, and on. Olive on, and on, yes, olive on, and on through eternity.
Join us again next time on Songs of Praise, brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio, to enjoy more uplifting music. Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Alan White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. It covers all aspects of living that contributes to good health like cheerfulness, fresh air, exercise, diet, and positive relationships with other people, to name a few. Crucial also is a personal relationship with our Creator, who gave us life and everything we need for health and happiness. In this book, Alan White deals with sickness of the soul and the healing balm to be found by trusting God in all things. Written in simple, beautiful language, ministry healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards. Hello, this is Rosalie and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Alan White. New section... Health Principles Without a knowledge of health principles, no one is fitted for life's responsibilities. Chapter 20 General Hygiene The knowledge that man is to be a temple for God and a habitation for the revealing of His glory should be the highest incentive to the care and development of our physical powers. 
Fearfully and wonderfully has the Creator wrought in the human frame, and He bids us make it our study, understand its needs, and act our part in preserving it from harm and defilement. Subheading The Circulation of the Blood. In order to have good health, we must have good blood, for the blood is the current of life. It repairs waste and nourishes the body. When supplied with the proper food elements and when cleansed and vitalized by contact with pure air, it carries life and vigor to every part of the system. The more perfect the circulation, the better will this work be accomplished. At every pulsation of the heart, the blood should make its way quickly and easily to all parts of the body. Its circulation should not be hindered by tight clothing or bands or by insufficient clothing of the extremities. Whatever hinders the circulation forces the blood back to the vital organs, producing congestion, headache, cough, palpitation of the heart, or indigestion is often the result. Subheading, respiration. In order to have good blood, we must breathe well. Full, deep inspirations of air, which fill the lungs with oxygen, purify the blood. They impart to it a bright color and send it a life-giving current to every part of the body. A good respiration soothes the nerves it stimulates the appetite and makes digestion more perfect and it induces sound, refreshing sleep. The lungs should be allowed the greatest freedom possible. The capacity is developed by free action. It diminishes if they are cramped and compressed. Hence, the ill effects of the practice so common, especially in sedentary pursuits of stooping at one's work. In this position, it is impossible to breathe deeply. Superficial breathing soon becomes a habit and the lungs lose their power to expand. A similar effect is produced by tight clothing. Sufficient room is not given to the lower part of the chest. The abdominal muscles, which were designed to aid in breathing, do not have full play and the lungs are restricted in their action. Thus, as insufficient supply of oxygen is received, the blood moves sluggishly. The waste, poisonous matter, which should be thrown off in the exhalations from the lungs, is retained, and the blood becomes impure. Not only the lungs, but the stomach, liver and brain are affected. The skin becomes sallow. Digestion is retarded. The heart is depressed the brain is clouded, and the thoughts are confused. Gloom settles upon the spirits. The whole system becomes depressed and inactive and peculiarly susceptible to disease. The lungs are constantly throwing off impurities, and they need to be constantly supplied with fresh air. Impure air does not afford the necessary supply of oxygen, and the blood passes to the brain and other organs without being vitalized. Hence the necessity of thorough ventilation. 
to live in close, ill-ventilated rooms where the air is dead and vitiated weakens the entire system. It becomes peculiarly sensitive to the influence of cold and a slight exposure induces disease. It is close confinement indoors that makes many women pale and feeble. They breathe the same air over and over until it becomes laden with poisonous matter thrown off through the lungs and pores, and impurities are thus conveyed back to the blood. Subheading Ventilation and Sunlight In the construction of buildings, whether for public purposes or as dwellings, care should be taken to provide for good ventilation and plenty of sunlight. Churches and schoolrooms are often faulty in this respect. Neglect of proper ventilation is responsible for much of the drowsiness and dullness that destroy the effect of many a sermon and make the teacher's work toilsome and ineffective. So far as possible, all buildings intended for human habitation should be placed on high, well-drained ground. This will ensure a dry site and prevent the danger of disease from dampness and miasma. This matter is often too lightly regarded. Continuous ill health, serious diseases and many deaths result from the dampness and malaria of low-lying, ill-drained situations. In the building of houses, it is especially important to secure thorough ventilation and plenty of sunlight. Let there be a current of air and an abundance of light in every room in the house. Sleeping rooms should be so arranged as to have free circulation of air day and night. No room is fit to be occupied as a sleeping room unless it can be thrown open daily to the air and sunshine. In most countries, bedrooms need to be supplied with conveniences for heating so that they are thoroughly warmed and dried in cold or wet weather. The guest room should have equal care with the rooms intended for constant use. Like the other bedrooms, it should have air and sunshine and should be provided with some means of heating to dry out the dampness that always accumulates in a room not in constant use. Whoever sleeps in a sunless room or occupies a bed that has not been thoroughly dried and aired does so at the risk of health and often of life. In building, Many may make careful provision for their plants and flowers. The greenhouse or window devoted to their use is warm and sunny, for without warm air and sunshine, plants would not live and flourish. If these conditions are necessary to the life of plants, how much more necessary are they for our own health and that of our families and guests? If we would have our homes the abiding place of health and happiness, we must place them above the miasma and fog of the lowlands and give free entrance to heaven's life-giving agencies. Dispense with heavy curtains, open the windows and the blinds, allow no vines, however beautiful, to shade the windows, and permit no trees to stand so near the house as to shut out the sunshine. 
the sunlight may fade, the drapery and the carpets and tarnish the picture frames, but it will bring a healthy glow to the cheeks of the children. Those who have the age to provide for should remember that these especially need warm, comfortable rooms. Vigor declines as years advance, leaving less vitality with which to resist unhealthful influences. So the greater necessity for the aged to have plenty of sunlight and fresh, pure air. Scrupulous cleanliness is essential to both physical and mental health. Impurities are constantly thrown off from the body through the skin. Its millions of pores are quickly clogged unless kept clean by frequent bathing and the impurities which should pass off through the skin become an additional burden to the other eliminating organs. Most persons would benefit from a cool or tepid bath or shower every day, morning or evening. Instead of increasing the risk of coming down with a cold or the flu, a bath properly taken fortifies against cold because it improves the circulation. The blood is brought to the surface and a more easy and regular flow is obtained. The mind and the body are alike invigorated. The muscles become more flexible. The intellect is made brighter. The bath is a soother of the nerves. Bathing or showering helps the bowels and the stomach and the liver giving health and energy to each and it promotes digestion. It is important also that the clothing be kept clean. The garments worn absorb the waste matter that passes off through the pores of our body. If they are not frequently changed and watched, the impurities will be reabsorbed. Every form of uncleanliness tends to disease. Death-producing germs abound in dark, neglected corners, in decaying refuse, in dampness and mould and mustiness. No waste vegetables or heaps of fallen leaves should be allowed to remain near the house to decay and to poison the air. Nothing unclean or decaying should be tolerated within the home. In towns or cities regarded perfectly healthful, Many an epidemic of fever has been traced to decaying matter about the dwelling of some careless householder. Perfect cleanliness, plenty of sunlight, careful attention to sanitation in every detail of the home life are essential to the freedom from disease and to the cheerfulness and vigour of the inhabitants of the home. End of chapter 20. Join us again next time when Rosalie Rickards continues reading from the book The Ministry of Healing here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio. listen to William Ackland as he shares a psalm from his paraphrase of the Bible called The Gift. Today I would like to share another psalm of David with you, Psalm 144. 
and it is a psalm in praise of God's preserving care. May the Lord, who is my rock, be blessed. He shows me how to fight my battles and gets me ready for the war. He is my loving God, the one I trust. He is my high tower, the one who delivers me. He is also my protector, to whom I can flee, the one who subjugates those who oppose me. Lord, what are mere humans, that you take any notice of them? And what is the human race, that you even consider them? They are like a breath breathed out, as we pass through life like a shadow. Come through the doorway of the heavens, O Lord. Come down and stand on the mountains which you shall set on fire. Flash forth your lightning and scatter my enemies. Shoot the arrows of your wrath and consume them. Reach down from above and rescue me. Lift me out of the surging waters and from the hand of the invader. For they speak worthless words and deal every day in falsehoods. I have written a new song for you, O God. I will play it on the ten-stringed lyre to praise your name. For you are the one who delivers the king, who delivers your servant, David, from the power of the sword. Rescue me now, O Lord. Pluck me out of the hand of the invaders. For they speak arrogant words against me, and all they say is a pack of lies. May our sons be as choice plants as they grow to manhood, and may our daughters be as beautifully formed pillars, moulded in palatial style. May our storehouses be full from crops, so they may be full of food for the needy, that our sheep may multiply in the thousands, even tens of thousands, as they spread out over our fields. May our oxen always be seen with a full load. May our walls not be broken down, so there will be no cry of anguish in our streets. Happy are the people who live like this, and happy are the people whose God is the Lord.